Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greg Amzinger is the lead anchor for MLB Network. He is a native of St. Louis and a product of the Lindenwood University. Oh, by the way, Lindenwood at Iowa State tonight to take, to take on the Cyclones. So we'll keep an eye on that one for you. Greg is on the celebrity line right now. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Oh, my goodness. It's been so long since I've chatted with you. Uh, Randy, you sound taller. You sound like you've gotten taller. <laughs> it's different shoes, Greg. Uh, that right? Yeah, it's like a little extra half inch just because I've got thicker soles on my shoes. But I, I'm glad you I noticed. Thought, I thought maybe you bought a can of big, sexy uh, hair and you were actually spraying <laughs> it up a little more. Doing a little Zach Morris hairstyle. Uh, I, I, you know what, Greg? I, you, you'd know if I had done it because I would have to be coached by you. This sounds like a this sounds like a demo that we can put on your podcast. Uh, Greg doing Randy's hair. I love love this idea, (laughs) Greg. Let's start with this. We've got a lot to cover. Uh, Let's start with this though. Uh, Ron Washington hired by the Angels as their manager. He's taking Eric Young, the Braves' first base coach, with him. Your take on another well-seasoned veteran manager getting a gig. I think it's the aftermath of what we've seen the last two years in the World Series. Dusty Baker two years ago wins the World Series. Bruce Bochy uh, at the age of 68 in year one with the Rangers wins the World Series. Uh, this is where it's going, guys. It, it, it's very uh, you know circular, the sport, and, and you recognize what works. And, and the grind of 162 is a big deal. And what are we seeing? We're seeing Ron Washington get a chance again. We're seeing managers get an AAV average annual salary of $8 million like Craig Council. If you're a great manager, that's worth something now in Major League Baseball like it was back when Joe Torre was winning championships with the New York Yankees. So I think it's good for the game. Greg, during the summer, you came on with us, as you do pretty much every week, and had this to say about the Rangers front office. I want to be straight up honest with you. There are industry front office folks who rolled their eyes and giggled to each other over what the Texas Rangers did. When Chris Young took over, uh, John Daniels out in Arlington and a former big league pitcher. I get it. He went to Princeton, but he's still he's still a quote unquote jock. <laughs> giggle, giggle, tisk, tisk. They don't really know what they're doing because they played. If you played Major League Baseball, boy, are you biased. And obviously those giggles turned into, oh, my God, what has happened here? Uh, You were prophetic in that statement. First off, I think I'm pretty funny, too, Randy. I was was, was entertained. I was entertained listening to that. Look, it it is what it is. Uh, The number one aspect of being a front office leader, okay, is the relationship you have with the owner. Okay, you have to sit down with an owner who's worth a lot more money than you, who's your boss, who writes your check. And you have to tell him why this amount of money is worth it. 
There are a lot of young men, unfortunately, there's only men right now that are doing this job as GMs uh, in Major League Baseball that do not have the bravado to sit down and go, hey, Three hundred million for the shortstop. Let's do it to, I, I, on, on the same day. Let's spend two hundred million on a second baseman. No, trust me, this is going to work. I know. I get it. It's 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 half a billion. I understand. But if you want to win the World Series, we got to start up the middle. Go get go. I'm going to get you Corey Seager. I'm going to get you Marcus Simeon. Trust me. No, no. If it doesn't work, it's on me. You can fire me. It's on me. It takes someone with confidence. Someone that. I don't know, isn't afraid to face Albert Pujols with the bases loaded in the 2005 National League Division Series as a pitcher of the San Diego Padres to actually have a conversation like that with an owner who's his boss. That's what Chris Young did. And I think what we're seeing in the Chicago White Sox with a former player, the Boston Red Sox just signed a former baseball player to be their GM. It's going in that direction. Do you want the game to be more athletic? The answer is yes, we all do. Well, let's have former athletes who recognize athleticism constructing the rosters of all 30 Major League Baseball teams. It's good for the game, and we need to go back in that direction. Greg, we've been talking a lot about John Mosellock, obviously the GM meetings going on down in Arizona, and some of his comments caused quite a stir amongst some of the fans because Mosellock's comments indicated that their payroll will be similar to how it was last year before the trade deadline. How do you decipher that message? I think it's a great question, and I thought about it uh, a couple days ago. I think what it means is one of the two marquee starters they're going to go get aren't going to be the big ticket item that everyone thinks. Everyone went into uh, the offseason thinking the Cardinals were going to be in play for two frontline starters. Like, maybe they're going to get Yamamoto, Montgomery, Snell, Gray, Nola. Two of those guys. That's not what's going to happen. Uh, I think they're going to play for one of those guys. Truly, I do. But I think plan B, the second starter, the third starter they add, I, I, to me, I would be shocked if Michael Waka was the second starter that they add to this rotation. Someone they're familiar with, someone who's found it again, someone who's given up on this idea that he needs three pitches to be effective. So he's just fastball change if it works. And he had a great year last year. So I, I think that's what it means. I think, it, to me, reading between the lines, the way John Mozilla communicates, just don't expect to see Snell and Sonny Gray wearing Cardinal uniforms. It could be one of those big ticket starters with a plan B, plan C guy. Greg, if the Cardinals are unable to get, you know, two, three starters in the free agent market, are you seeing that – do you think that they're willing to part with some of the pieces that they have via trade? Absolutely. I, I think what you're going to see, um, and, and really, truly, th- throughout the sport, and we're getting ready for this, with, with all of the Bally sports drama taking place and this normal budget that everyone's been working off of, when I say everyone, all 30 Major League Baseball teams, and, and, and these funds aren't where they're supposed to be because we're entering this new streaming uh, platform and how we're going to monetize this. No one really knows yet. It's exciting, but no one really knows. I just don't think the crazy spending uh, is going to be what people saw last year. So what I'm expecting in the forecast, a lot of trades. I think what you're going to find, teams that are trying to make themselves better via trade market. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if if the St. Louis Cardinals get to the last two weeks of the offseason, they're looking around going, hey, we, we we now have to pull the plug. we got to put a package together. Let's call the White Sox. Let's go get Dylan Cease. Something like that will happen towards the end of the winter. They're going to try to navigate these waters of free agency and see what they can get. 
But I, I believe the Cardinals, among other clubs, will be down the road of trading to try to get their rosters better over free agency. Based on what you know, and based on what you're watching specifically with the Cubs, what is your confidence level in the Cardinals being able to rebound after the 91 loss season of 100, 100%. Randy, 100%. I am not – look, I, I, I just fresh off my favorite World Series professionally I've ever had. Was it the best World Series? No, but I got to hang out with Albert Pujols every night watching the World Series and go do television with one of my favorite sports heroes of all time. And my goodness, what, what a dream that was. Albert is first class in every way. And he is as confident as I am that the St. Louis Cardinals are bouncing back. There's, just, there's too much talent there. And it, it, it's funny because you know, Brian Cashman came out the other day at the GM meetings in Scottsdale and said, we're, we're pretty bleeping good. And he's very, like, resilient. And he wanted to push back on the Joel Shermans and the John Heymans and the Mark Feinsands and all these reporters are like, man, doom and gloom, Yankees that didn't make the playoffs. But he recognizes what he has, and he believes in what he has. Jeff Ozell, like isn't going to be like that in terms of the words coming out of his mouth, but he has the same attitude. We're really good. We've got, we've got a great roster of talent. Do we need more starting pitching? He has not hidden that. That is not something he's trying to walk away from. He recognizes it. He's addressing it right now. At least he's attempting to. So uh, this team, if you give them two more starters that can legitimately stay healthy, maybe a third at depth in case, this team is not <laughs> – they should be expecting to win the NL Central, I'll put it that way. Even with the, the genius of Craig Council on the north side of Chicago, they should be expected to be better than the Cubs, expected to be better than the Milwaukee Brewers, expected to be even better than the Cincinnati Reds who were disappointing to me at the trade deadline. When you're this close to the playoffs, you got all these young players and you don't go get anyone. You don't put yourself over the top. I'm really interested to see what the Reds do this offseason. I'm really interested to see what the Baltimore Orioles will do this offseason. It's easy to lose 100 games and draft well when your pick is always in the top five. It's hard to screw that up. It truly is. It's so obvious who the best players in the country are on draft night. So you let these kids get to the big leagues. Wow, Mike Elias of the Orioles, you're a genius. The Reds, wow, Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, look at all these kids. They're so good. But it takes actual effort. It's actually harder to add to that. Spend millions on top of that and see how you elevate your organization. So I, the Cardinals are open where their weaknesses are. They're going to address it. They're going to make their team better. And I expect them to be not just in the playoffs. I expect them to win their division, win close to 100 games. 100% I'm confident the Cardinals can bounce back. Well, Greg, I'm assuming when you're saying 100% that you're already having in mind some of those moves that they would be able to make. So in your opinion, what would you consider a successful offseason for the Cardinals when it comes to free agency and also possibly getting something via trade? I, I do believe a trade is uh, inevitable for this organization. Um, the, the musical chairs uh, of their position players and the young players, that uh, it, it is, it's wonderful to have a cupboard that's overflowing with talent like that. I think you know, a young player like Juan Yepes is going to get traded at some point this offseason, uh, and he won't be alone. There'll be others involved. Uh, maybe Brendan Donovan gets, gets moved. 
Uh, but the Cardinals are going to have to pay a hefty price if they want a legit starting pitcher who could be made available. Uh, I just, you know, I, I threw out Dylan Cease. He's one of many that could be an option. But I think the Cardinals making a significant trade uh, will be something that happens in this offseason. I think all signs are pointing that they're picking between Aaron Nola and Sonny Gray. I, I think the Yamamoto sweepstakes are, are driving north. More and more GMs are recognizing how talented he is. Uh, he's probably the number two free agent right now. If you're going to look at the biggest contracts that are going to be handed out this offseason, he's going to be behind Shohei Otani. We're talking north of $200 million for this young guy. He's only 25 years old. So I think those, those waters are too deep for where the Cardinals want to be. So they're looking at an Aaron Nola who wants $200 million. I don't know if he's going to get that with an ERA. It's been over four the last couple of years, even though he's so durable. So I think it's between Nola and Sonny Gray. And then I expect a Michael Walker type. And then we'll add on. We'll add on. Who knows? If it's a Hunjin Ryu, who knows where they go. But there are, I think, three signings and a trade. And it's going to be a significant offseason. And I'm not even getting into the bullpen. They expect three more arms in that bullpen that are brand new. And finally, Greg, we've got the big 75th anniversary of KCLC at Lindenwood coming up this weekend. Yes, I'm very excited about it. I wish I could be part of the event today, but work obligations. I live near New York City, couldn't make it. I'm going to get in late tonight, late tonight. So I should be at a bar somewhere down on Main Street, St. Charles. If you're looking for someone to talk trash with about sports, <laughs> uh, just walk down Main Street around 9 or 10 o'clock, and you'll see me somewhere um, yelling at people. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you're the best. Hey, safe travels, and we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll we'll talk trash together, Randy. And like maybe it. I'll do your hair. Maybe I'll do your hair. I like that idea. I'll buy you lunch. <laughs> All right, you got it. See you, brother. That's See Greg, you guys. Greg Amzinger, MLB Network, the Lindenwood University with us, as he is pretty much every Thursday here on 101 ESPN.